0: Good morning, and welcome to Conversations with Buddy. We record these podcasts at the Rec Podcast Recording Studio here in Kaiser, Oregon. We drop out new podcast every Friday morning with a new story that will impact someone. We hope that someone is you. Please take a moment to rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast episode on your favorite social media platform. We want to get these messages out to the people and impact the world one testimony at a time. This morning, I'm excited to... uh, Bring to you my guest, uh, Justin Simnett.
1: Justin, welcome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, dude, it's, it's uh, Saint Patrick's Day too, right? Oh no. Yeah. Oh dude, no. I, I totally came without yeah. any greens, so yeah, I have to I'm, check my socks. But so if I, I, I think... if you punch me, I'll know yep, why. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we mentioned sarcasm, maybe a second language in in this group here. Possibly, so yeah, if, if we hear a little sarcasm, yep. we're, we're totally good with that. Yep, so. I think so. Well, cool. I'm going to introduce you and just kind of tell a little bit of the audience of what I know about you. You gave me a few more things to, to think about and to, Sounds good. to say, um, but we're going to learn something about you today that maybe we didn't know. And I always learn something about people that I've, I've known for a long time, but so I I really enjoy these times so I get to know who you are better yeah. and, and really for the people get to know who you are as well. Mm-hmm. So here's what I know about you, your husband. Married to a lady named Megan. Certainly am. And you married up there. Good
1: job. Yep. You got three boys. I do. Uh, ages. Six, four, and two. Names? Isaiah, Jackson, and, and uh, Luke.
0: And Luke. Those boys are cute, man.
1: They certainly are. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're a lot of fun. It's
0: awesome. Well, I know you're a golf lover because I've golfed with you before. Mm-hmm. And you're an extremely good golfer uh, compared to my g- golf game. So, maybe some days. Yeah. No, I, that's I'd the fun part about golf. Uh, I, is I, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: uh, you know, can you join the PGA tour or <laughs> do you even have hands anymore? Exactly. That's, golf has a way yeah. of doing that. To when people you.
0: go, hey, are, hey, you have a handicap? I go, no, I am handicapped. Yeah. There you so go. The I might line. steal that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you're a Jesus follower,
1: mm-hmm. a realtor. How long have you been a realtor? I've been doing it for, let's see, almost nine years now.
0: Dude, time flies. Yes. Yep. You had mentioned you were a former accountant. I was. And I think I knew you early on those mm-hmm. days. So as that former accountant.
1: Yep. Helping me get my first house. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah life,
0: life changed a little bit. You became a real estate agent. And, mm-hmm. and uh, do you think you'd ever go back to being an accountant?
1: You know, I hope not. <laughs> um, there's some <laughs> aspects of it that, uh, you know, the steadiness of it and whatnot, um, that worked out well at the time. But yeah. um, I love chasing new challenges. And so... Um, Yeah, real estate fit in pretty well as we were praying about kind of what transition we were wanting to make with my career.
0: Yeah. And I think one thing you wrote down is you love new challenges, which is kind of what you just segued there Mm in. Uh, I know you as Justin Simnet, a real estate agent. We go to church together. So I know you in those aspects. But learning more about you that you're actually – uh, the guy that loves new challenges. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And the sarcasm is your second language and Certainly maybe sometimes is. your first language. I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's, that's cool. Yep. I like
1: that. Yep. As I go out the door uh to come to this, my wife's just like, you know, good luck. You're going to do a great job. Hey, keep the sarcasm to a minimum. If at all possible, <laughs> that'd be said great. That. Yeah. Oh,
0: she that's she funny. <laughs> you don't use sarcasm with your wife, do you? No, never, never. never. Okay. All right. Uh right. You're a sports enthusiast. What does that mean?
1: Um, I, I like watching football. I grew up yeah. kind of living, breathing basketball, yeah, um, yeah. and then my age caught up to me, so uh, now just yeah. watch my kiddos play and yeah. uh, play with them from time to time, yeah. so, yeah. And
0: how old are you, Justin, for the I audience? I am
1: 34.
0: 34. Yep. Wow, yeah, so I knew you ten year, nine years ago, so yep. you're 27, 26, 25, something like that. Yep,
1: I've been going to Salem Heights for 11 or 12 years now, yeah, so, yeah. Nice. yeah.
0: And the, the last thing here is kind of funny is you're an aspiring wannabe farmer, as you say. You <laughs> bought a new property. And Okay, tell us a little bit about that and then we'll segue into some deeper questions. But what do you have for, uh, what does farmer mean to you? Is it animals? Is it uh, agriculture? What What is it?
1: Well, we're trying to do a little bit of both. Uh, a very, uh, you know, not the best, but uh, trying our best. So, you know, with uh, loving new challenges and whatnot, this is something we've wanted to do for a long time. Yeah. And so, um, growing up Christmas was always huge to me. And so kind of a lifelong dream was to start a Christmas tree farm. Hmm. And so we bought this property thinking, oh man, this would be a pretty sweet spot for it. And so we're really praying about, um, if we're going to do that down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just had a couple cows and, uh, did that for beef, uh, this past year. And it was, you know, a pretty fun experience for us that, uh, you know, we're not certain if we're gonna go back to the Christmas tree way, but, um, and then, yeah, it's, kind of goofing around trying to start a garden right now. But yeah, um really, it's, I think, especially during COVID and just how life is trending. Everything's just so indoors, everything's looking at screens and having the three boys that we have, mm-hmm. we were really excited about providing, you know, not that you can't just, you know, in a normal size backyard or whatnot, but to be able to uh, train up these boys to be able to be working outside quite a bit more and just enjoying being outside more and um, you know, funny to say that when it snowed three days ago or whatever it yeah. was. And spring's supposed to be right around right. the corner. But, um, yeah, that was kind of a big calling on our hearts to be able to have some more space to um, host and really to enjoy the outdoors. Yeah.
0: How many acres you guys got?
1: We got about five and a half. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. What a, what a cool deal.
1: Yeah. To find five
0: acres. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think raising your boys on a farm where mm-hmm. you have cows and maybe some chickens and mm-hmm. work. You yeah. Know? One of the best uh, lessons I learned early on was um, teaching my girls how to work. Mm-hmm. The one lesson I learned from my dad and mom was working is a, a great gift. Yep. And farmers are hard workers.
1: They certainly are. So anytime somebody says, oh, Farmer Justin, I said, "No, nope, that's an insult to farmers. Please, <laughs> please don't say that. That's um, funny. But that's yeah.
0: funny. Well, cool. Well, hey, I want to kind of ask some some questions, kind of get to know who Justin is. Okay, where'd you grow up? Uh, what was family like uh, growing up? And and like where 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 were you? Where are you today? And then where yeah. are you going to go? That's kind of our little our little uh, rhythm of what we do. Perfect. So tell us about Justin.
1: Yeah. Um, so I grew up in the just outside Portland, um, Beaverton area. Um, I have a mother and then uh, three identical triplet sisters um, that are two years younger than I am. So wow. that that was always the, the fun fact, um, you know, growing up. I didn't uh, know that one yeah, about you, man. What's something different about you? The identical triplet sisters, that's that's the one. So, um, wow. yeah. So that was uh, quite the experience for yeah. sure. But um, yeah, grew up there. Like I said, kind of lived, breathed different sports um yeah had a relatively good home life um yeah went to a a small private school for a while went to a public school to try to pursue basketball a bit more um then ended up going back to the private school realizing very quickly that sports aren't everything in life and you know the the group of friends i'd grown up with was a really impactful thing um My dad left when I was around 14 or 15, which is the time that I tried to go to public school Mm. um, for sports and then uh, came back after that knowing that that was a pretty big uh, struggle to not have uh, the people I loved around me and, Mm. um, you know, with that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit about growing up. So you're the
0: older brother of Mm -hmm. three younger triplet sisters. Yeah. Okay. You go to private school. Where'd you go to high school?
1: Uh, so I went to, uh, it's called Faith Bible High School. Um, and so growing up, it was Faith Bible Christian School, which was mm-hmm. just combining all the Jesus-y words that you can into one school. Okay. It was a kind of a funny thing. Um, okay. And then I went to Aloha High School for a couple years. Gotcha. Aloha's out um,
0: in Hill, Hillsborough area. Yeah, kind okay. of
1: Hillsborough, Beaverton area. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. yeah. And then your sport of choice in in. High school, was it basketball then mm-hmm. or was it football?
1: Um, it was basketball. It should have been baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, six foot white guy wasn't gonna go uh <laughs> super far in basketball, but never know. And I, I loved it. It was yeah, kind of what I what yeah. I breathed into. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Was your basketball team like uh were you three A,
1: six A? What were you at the time and how old well did you guys do in high school? Let's see, we were two A at the private school and then Um, it was right around the transition that six, a even became a thing. So I think it was six, a, um, in, uh, at Aloha. um, so yeah. And, you know, for the private school, um, you know, got player, not player of the year, but on like the, the top three conference teams or whatever. And, um, Yeah. yeah. So looking back on that, that was, that was a fun experience, but, uh. Yeah, going to public school, and, you know, I went from a school of, let's see, the high school maybe had 200 people to it, to, you know, it was probably 3,000 at Aloha, and right, um, Yeah, you figured out pretty quickly that, uh, you know, you're relatively good for smaller schools, and yeah. very mediocre for, yeah. you know, the bigger schools. Small
0: fish in a big pond. For sure. Okay, so you grew up in a private Christian school, went to a non-Christian high school, Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned your dad left around when you were age 14 or 15. Mm-hmm.
1: What happened? Um, you know, not to go into too many specifics. Yeah. Um, I think my dad dealt with a lot of demons, um, yeah. you know, kind of throughout his childhood. And um, man, I've got a solid rock of a mother. Mm. Um, and so that's that's what I've always been, you know, very blessed by. Um, and then, you know, good grandparents and whatnot. But um, my dad was kind of, you know, my whole world. It was mm. the, uh, uh, my dad was six, seven, you know, played, um, you know, pretty high up in college and yep. whatnot. And so, um, it was one of those that, you know, I think I loved basketball, but I, I think I loved pleasing him even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and these accolades and whatnot through sports was, was one way I, I felt loved because, you know, it was one of those like, Oh, good job doing this. Mm. And, you know, if you weren't doing it, it was, what are you doing? I like, go out there and work harder. And so, mm um you know i remember growing up and um essentially after school being locked outside for an hour each day go play basketball by yourself you're going to hone your skills and it was one of those that you know as a kid you kind of trick yourself into saying yeah i love this but you just loved not disappointing your your dad and so yeah um yeah i wonder
0: how many kids live their life i mean for sure pleasing a parent rather than living out their life and, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we'll get to the, where maybe how you are different with your boys. So I won't get there yet, but, uh, so your dad leaves, are you still in touch with your dad?
1: At the moment? No. Um, yeah, it was a pretty, uh, long drawn out break. That yeah. was, yeah. you know, pretty painful for our family. Yeah. So. Still yeah. close with your mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very close. With my how mother. about your yep. sisters? Yep. Close with my sisters too.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and where do they live
1: at? So they actually just moved from Tualatin closer this way. Yeah, um, yeah, They saw us living on a little bit of property and yeah. thought, that looks fun. So, Let's do it. Um, they're in the midst of uh, all the fun stuff with, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, coming up with uh, projects and whatnot. Totally. So, yeah, they've been loving it out there too. Cool. That's yeah. That's awesome. Where'd you go to college at? So I went to Corbin. Okay. So that's a fun, kind of interesting story. So um, I was scheduled to go to a different school. Mm-hmm. And I won't say the school's name. And so my mom and I are jumping around to these schools and interviews with scouts and whatnot. And so I specifically remember um, sitting watching this uh, school's basketball game. And I go use the restroom and come on out. And my mom's white as a ghost walking towards me saying, Nope, we're out of here. You're not going here. And at that point, it was, you know, half ride, three quarter ride or something. And this was, you know, late spring. So we're, closing in the time that schools are accepting people uh come to find out the school pro- or the uh scout proposition to her saying you know if you go on a date with me um you know i i might be able to get your son a bit more scholarship money interesting yeah super interesting and so i ended up at corbin because um they were the ones that gave me the most grant money for a uh single mother with uh, four children so uh-huh. that's how i ended up at corbin and yeah never looked back
0: so you're getting scouted for basketball? Is that what the Yeah,
1: I was. The scholarship yep. was for? Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you played at Corbin?
1: Uh it was too late to play at Corbin. Um and then I ended up getting a full time job uh while at Corbin and, you know, just decided it was it was a bit too late for me and um yeah, I really enjoyed the the student life aspect of it, but with a full time job it was uh end up being a bit too much to take on and one of the main regrets I have is not pursuing that a bit more right Um,
0: that was one of my questions is there any regret not pursuing basketball in college yeah a little bit
1: yeah but it all worked out
0: hindsight's always 2020 though we we can always learn you know gosh wish wish I would have but you can't change it it's true it is what it is and how have you move forward and how have you channeled some of that competitiveness Mm -hmm. that you have you know maybe it's in golf maybe it's in real estate you know both of those are challenging for sure uh things to do so i love that all right so the million dollar question is this lady megan yeah uh tell us a story about how you and megan met because i think it's a great story you guys yeah. have a beautiful family mm-hmm. uh you're really blessed by the way I certainly am i hope you know that and i think I, I think you do mm-hmm. but sometimes you need a reminder we all need this reminder that for sure how blessed we are so how'd you meet her and how'd you get lucky enough to marry her
1: yeah so we both went to corbin um we kind of knew of each other at corbin but didn't really know each other too well um so i had a friend of mine who uh i was in his wedding and uh he made us let's see we were wearing um the cords and suspenders and so she had come to that wedding she was a friend of his as well and so um i always say the outfit is what really sold (laughs) sold me to her um and uh so yeah, so a group of us went after the wedding, went uh, to a restaurant to kind of hang out, mm-hmm. and um, still not knowing her too well, just saw a pretty blonde girl yeah. uh, and started talking with her a bit more. And um, yeah, I was pretty confident back in the day with that, and okay. I think I may have dropped you know some sort of line, you know, just within this group of fifteen people that we're hanging out with, just saying, hey, you know, if ever you're in Portland, you know, look me up. I'd I'd love to go hang out with you and. You know, we went on a, a "quote unquote" friend get to know each other date. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple weeks later, and uh the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, that's funny.
0: So Justin was confident back in those days. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> is that is that is that true?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah. hard to say if you're confident with the ladies now when you're married. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. confident that I love my wife. so yeah. that's no, what I, I'm Yeah, I was saying just confident yes. in
0: being the same guy going, "Yeah, I like you." And yeah. Uh, are you an extrovert
1: or introvert? Um, I'd say I'd probably lean more introvert. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm probably an extroverted introvert mm-hmm. um, okay, that I okay. can, you know, I liven up in groups, but also yeah. may need to take a nap after a uh, big social event. So,
0: yeah, I think you and know, I have had this conversation. Yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere extroverted, introvert. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that sounds about yep, right. That
1: actually surprised me when you said, you oh, know, totally. you lean more introverted oh, side. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's funny how we can give a perception that we're actually something that we're actually not. Yeah. In fact, I thought for years, my entire life until probably three, four, five years ago, I did a personality profile test, Mm -hmm. maybe Myers-Briggs or something. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm introverted. That's interesting. I always thought I was extroverted. Like, what's wrong with me? (laughs) Nothing's wrong with me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's also just a different dynamic of, you know, being charged by people or being charged by one-on-one deep conversations. And I feel like both of us are a bit more familiar in that. Yeah.
0: And I love meeting with specifically guys just to hang out. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite things to do, but it also does drain my battery. So by the end of the day, yep. I'm tired. But it's the thing I love yeah. really most, or at least a thing I love most about my days is meeting with guys like you and Daryl and whoever for sure. Else, so.
1: Yep, and I think COVID really solidified that because yeah. even introverted people need community. Um, yep, and so you know I I'm one that loves to you know after a day of work to just. Go hang out with my wife and kiddos yeah. and you know, go plan fun things for us to do. Yeah. But you really need to rub shoulders with people around you. Um, you know, the I think the age of uh what our pastor called it the other day, I think consumer church, where yeah. you kind of just sit back, turn on the TV and you yeah. know, watch for a little bit. Yeah. Um you you really do need to, like they say, iron sharpens iron. And so mm. uh just rubbing shoulders. Uh I mean that's the lesson that I've learned with you know not necessarily having that male role model to look up to man go find one go yeah, yeah. um go rub shoulders with peers around you and mm-hmm. um you know i think in our stage of life with little kiddos um there's a lot to learn and there's mm. you know there's mm. days that are very draining and so um you know whether it be a bible study whether it be yeah. you know getting coffee with friends from time to time it's you truly have to remind you know yourself and others that you're not alone that we all go through a lot of the same struggles and
0: we're all suffering right we're all somehow struggling with some type of pain i think you do it well i mean i I see you interact with your wife and your boys what would be your message you know to everybody because your life isn't perfect Mm -hmm. and what do you struggle uh how do you how do you show up for megan how do you show up for your boys maybe in a way your dad wasn't able to you know again trying to pick on your dad. Yeah. I mean life does happen, but For sure. how how would you change that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say when they're this young of an age, I think as they get older, it's it's gonna prove that, okay, has God really transformed my heart, you know, a lot of um after he left um, growing up, it was a lot of, okay, I know what not to do. I know I want to mm-hmm. do kind of the opposite of, and again, not, not to pick on him, but mm-hmm. you know, it was very brash. It was, you know, after basketball games, parents would come to my mom and say, why, why do you let him talk to you like that? Or talk to your son like that? Or, you know, does your son have a complex or mm-hmm. yes and yes. Um, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a thing that drives yeah. me, you know, doing real estate and you yeah. know other things, but yeah. Um, I, I'd say I, I, wish that drive would have happened maybe in a different way. And so, yeah. um, you know, right now, man, just loving every second with those little boys. Cause mm. you just know, man, the blink of an eye, they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna grow up to be men soon. And so, yeah. um, you know, check back with me in about 10 years, but, I'm, uh. I'm
0: checking on you. I'm praying for you too, for you sure. know, cause you, you know, I always say this, but the way your boys will be impacted by you, Justin is mm-hmm. the way you love your wife. Yeah. And how you love, how you serve her. hmm And uh, they're watching. They're not listening to you. For sure. They're watching you. And I always know that if my kids were ever misbehaving or whatever, it was actually my responsibility. Like, yep. what was I doing incorrectly? But yeah, dude, it's, uh, raising kids is, uh, being married, number mm-hmm. one, and then yep. raising kids, number two, is very humbling. It certainly because is. Because you can't do it on your own. If, you, if you're not in a position seeking the Lord daily- mm-hmm. With that dose of humility, mm-hmm. it's not going to work out.
1: Yep they'll bring right? it they'll bring it out of you pretty quickly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that's my flesh.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, that's fun. I'm sure this never happened to you, but I can tell a different story has happened to me. So yeah. yeah, dude, that's awesome. What do you guys do for fun for for you and your family? I know you're farming. You're learned that whole season. Yeah, but what else do you guys do for fun? What are you doing with your? How do you date Megan? What do you with your boys? What's it look like? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, dates. We're trying to. Get more and more nailed down. Um, you know, we try to be as purposeful as possible. You know, the praise and prayer nights happen at church, and yeah. so we try to get a babysitter to come. You know, uh, a couple hours early, and we'll try to make that a date night. Mm. Um, but as far as going on dates, that's definitely one one thing we can get a little bit better at is, uh, you know, finding a babysitter, or maybe yeah. um, asking parents to step in a bit more. But we do love hanging out with those kiddos and never want them to feel that they're, you know, they are second, you know, obviously my wife is first to me and we've had those discussions several times, but, um, that we only go do fun things when it's just mom and dad. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, that is, that is one thing we're trying to work on a bit more is, you know, Mm -hmm. more, um, check-in time. And currently I'm working from home. We have an office there. And so, um, I am home quite a bit and we, we do get to spend quite a bit of time together throughout the day and, you know obviously in this job nights and weekends can be a bit more busy so mm-hmm. trying to be more purposeful yeah. about a, yeah this is breakfast hang out with dad time or you know dad has an hour for lunch Sweet. let's hang out yeah. so yeah um but yeah for fun it's uh, you know i think just getting outside as much as possible um the two older's are really starting to show more interest in different sports and mm-hmm. whatnot mm-hmm. so you know going to play basketball and um yeah, going to the driving range from time to time and yeah. just goofing around out there. But, um, yeah, I think we've had a goal of hosting a different family um, oh, each week. Wow. Um, and so, you know, our nights fill up pretty quickly. Yep. Um, Megan leads a Bible study on Tuesday. I, I lead one on Wednesday. And, yeah. you know, she does what she does with the Women's Conference. And, yeah. um, and so, it's finding that balance of, uh you know, being busy with good things but oh. not being too busy. So...
0: I, I'm already imagining your schedule. Tuesday nights is her night for her Bible study. Yours Wednesday night. You you're <laughs> bringing a family over. Us maybe Friday or Saturday night. You're busy and you're showing houses Monday and Thursday yeah. and Saturday. You know whatever. You're <laughs> you're you're going pretty fast and trying to be purposeful and intentional at the same time. Yep. Uh, that, that's that's an exercise that takes work for sure. So yeah, well, hats off to you, man. For yeah, working through that. Se- it's a season, by yep, the way. For sure. You'll blink and your kids will be older and they'll mm-hmm. be like yeah, dad, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm I'm 16 or 18 I'm, yep. or I'm heading off to college. So yep. careful when you blink. For sure.
1: And that's, that's what we talk about is even if it's all good things, being too busy with too many good things is still too busy. Um, yeah. You know, our first uh, ministry is to, or my first ministry is to my wife and children. And mm-hmm. so um, your kids won't remember that, oh, dad did a lot of these cool things at church or for, you know, doing work. They'll just remember, Man, I wish Dad was around a bit more, and so right. I think that's one of those things that you that you asked, um, how are you doing things different? It's just being there, um, yeah. you know, not doing anything special, but really getting down on their level, and it's something I have to pray about every morning. Mm-hmm. Is you know getting down on their level, and um, yeah, so
0: yeah, those are cute boys. Uh, yeah, that's good, man. Being intentional and um, getting down their level, love that. Yeah. What does, uh, you know, you're a your real estate agent. Mm-hmm. What's your season look like right now? I mean, I know it's uh, it's been a good couple of years and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the market's changed a little bit. How's that affecting you? You've been doing this for nine years now. Mm-hmm. You've got a built-in clientele. For sure. What's that look like for you? Does it feel like it's maybe dipped a little bit, but yet you're still
1: able to sustain? Or you, What's that look like? I mean, we're in a season right now where it's never been busier. And, Crazy. And, you know, we don't believe in luck, you know, we, yeah. we feel like um, God has laying this before mm. us, um, you know, when you sit back and realize like, you know, every bit of business that you are able to attend to is provided by God, it, it's mm. a really humbling thing. And so, um, you know, whether it's slow seasons, because we've had, you know, people come up to us and, you know, say being a realtor must be really good right now. Things are just going nuts everywhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the back of your mind, like, oh man, yeah. It almost makes it worse when it's a bit slower. Yeah, um, And then seasons like this where it's like, oh man, like how are you and your family doing? And, you know, with the stuff we're doing around the house and around the property and then work, like we we don't have a minute to blink right now. And so we feel very fortunate right mm-hmm. now. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big part of this business is, you know, not getting too high when seasons are high, and mm. not getting too low when seasons are low. Mm. Um, and then, you know, learning that humble experience of you know, it's a it's a funny mix in this business that it's you know your name and you um, promote yourself, um, but you're trying to promote Jesus along with you. Um, and then just knowing that um, you know you can fall into a trap of when times are really good, like wow, look at what I'm doing, not. God, thank you so much for what's mm. happening. How how can I best cater to the people that you've laid before me? Um, because your business is, you know, Justin Simnet, And so yeah, right. um, that, that's that been quite the experience to learn. And um, yeah, like you said, being in it nine years, you know, the ups and downs of it when we first started, whew, coming from being an accountant for five years right. was... Uh, <laughs> Holy smokes, you know, this is really great. Or holy smokes, I've made the biggest mistake of my life yeah. on a week to week basis. But And here you are, nine years later, here we are. You
0: know, what I like about what you're saying though is, you know, you're not too high, you don't get too high, you don't get too low when, when the market's shifting, but through it all, you're giving God the glory. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got just enough both ways, you know? Yeah. Oh Lord, is this all I need? Yep. For sure. Yep. So and really rely on the Lord. I think that's the the dose of humility we all need. You ever uh compare the commission life, the real estate life, to your golf game. <laughs> Sometimes you hit <laughs> yeah. a bad shot. I was like, oh, okay, yep. now, now, I got to, I still got to keep moving forward. I got to finish sure. this hole. Yep. So for me, I love golf. Is an analogy for life for it me. Certainly is. And usually, it's more humbling than I care. It's like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want this humility here, but apparently, that's where I need to be. Yeah. So, but it's, I, that's why I love golf too. I probably don't love golf quite as much as you. Um, I'm starting to. Yeah. But. Yeah. So yeah. Tell me about that. When you're out golfing, what's that look like for you when you're having a bad shot or <laughs> thinking, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. How, how does that compare to Well, that's work, where the
1: self-deprecating um, can come out. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's probably an interesting, maybe fun, maybe not fun experience to golf with me because I'm, you know, a pretty big cheerleader uh, for other people and yet um yeah, uh, self-positive talk may not necessarily be in my repertoire, and you know, just not even thinking about it, you know. Interesting. Uh, you know, so bad shots, it's some of the a, thoughts that run yeah. through your head is, yeah.
0: Well, I've golfed with you a few times. I've yeah. moved into Sun River and Vince's mm-hmm. uh, 50th birthday yep. party, remember that? It was some pain and some rain and <laughs> cold and- Yeah. But I don't always recognize your self-talk because mm-hmm. a lot of times maybe it's not out, Probably, outwardly verbal, yep. but- it's interesting to hear that you actually say because I have my own language in my head, like "oh, what an idiot," yep. you know, whatever it is, wrong language. Hey, hey, <laughs> easy, yeah. Or I'm encouraging you, and I talk bad to myself. For sure, so yeah. Maybe, maybe there's a lesson there. We can actually have some positive self-talk too, um, and be encouraging to ourselves because I for think sure. sometimes we show other people grace, yep. and mercy and encouragement, but yet for ourselves we give ourselves no room or no slack.
1: Certainly, yeah. So, and so, when tomorrow. you try to there's a difference between, you know, holding yourself to a high standard and holding yourself to a standard that you're never going to meet. Right. Um, and golf's one of those things for sure. like, man, I'm playing terrible. I haven't, you know, I I, I love golf. Mm-hmm. I, I love doing this. Oh, wait, I haven't swung a club in two months. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's why I don't pick up a club and I'm automatically Tiger Woods. But right. um, yeah, I think there's a lot of life lessons to learn. Um, yeah, and golf for sure. Do you think you're going to get your boys really heavy into golf? Like, is that one of those things or do
0: you care? Is that important to you?
1: Um, I, You know, I wouldn't say it's important to me. I think before having kids, it was one of those like, oh, I can't wait till they do this sport and this sport and yep. this sport. And now it's just whatever they want to pursue. I'd, I'd love mm. for them to have the avenue to be able to do that. Um, I was forced a lot of sports on me. And so, um, again, who's to say I wouldn't? choose to do it and mm-hmm. maybe you know he asked my mom it was you know you say you were forced to do it but you were begging me like you know hey justin maybe we should take a break no i, I don't want to take a break but uh-huh. um so we'll see you know basketball's yeah. been something they've been interested in we've done okay. t-ball and so um and then obviously navigating that with three children as mm-hmm. they get older yeah, um yeah. so we'll see but church wasn't um because we were gone for sports so much um church wasn't necessarily at the forefront. And so that's definitely something different. Um, you know, my wife came from maybe a bit more legalistic, you know, we're we're never going to miss church, uh, you yeah, know, okay. church above everything else. And I came from, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll try to fit in church where we can. And so, um, yeah, really teaching our boys that church and the community at church and serving at church really mm. is a very important thing. And we're not all going to put our lives on hold, especially for, you know, eight-year-old basketball or, you know, whatever the case, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in a legal, legalistic church as well, so I know about that. We we didn't, at some point in time, we didn't miss church on Sundays, and but I, I get that. It's important to be a community. I know you're involved in Bible study. Uh, you, you said you lead a men's Bible study. Yeah. Uh, how many guys are in your
1: group? I think there's about 10 guys, yeah. Okay. Yep, Daryl's one of those Darryl's guys. Daryl's one of those
0: yeah. guys. You guys came here and did some Daryl Daryl's bragging, by the way, so I just want was you to he? know. Oh, yeah, he, he guess what bowling and he got a turkey and he was he, he didn't have a good Darryl, game yeah
1: uh, yeah we had a fun little yeah. competition i think 8 of us were able to come and so and whoever lost had to sing or something yeah whoever so we had time for three games yeah. whoever um won two games had to wear a tie to church the next day and so oh, that's we painful. got we got blown out the oh. first two games um i think we had a guy that bowled a 60 one of the one oh, of the no, times man. and an 80 one of the times and i i'm no good either but um, then we just said, Hey, for all the marbles, you know, they have karaoke going on over yeah, there. Yeah. Um, I think they were a little high and mighty, like, and all of us were like, No, we are not singing are karaoke. Not losing, and man. Yeah, brought yeah. our best game, and so you won. They gave a very mediocre rendition of uh, Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny,
0: dude. Yeah. That was hilarious. Well, dude, this has been fun. Um, we'll wrap up here in a few moments, but. What does uh, the next five or ten years look like for the Simnet family? Yeah. What do you guys want? What do you? What are some goals, dreams, desires, travel plans, passions? What's that look like for you? Yeah.
1: I mean, that's a good question. I think kind of doing what we're doing. So my wife actually joined. Um, so you know, anytime you see any business I do, it's Justin and Megan Simnet. and you know, obviously an integral part to. What we do, um, you know, social media has been a pretty big thing, um, for our business. Um, because, you know, it's essentially free advertising. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so much stuff that you can pay into as a realtor. And a lot of that we haven't found a ton of value in. Um, so when I first started, uh, I, I can't stand social media. Um, Same. uh,
0: but I find myself on there. so it's really Yeah, worried. it
1: is true. It is some mindless where'd that last half hour go. But, um, So when we first started, um, she was doing my social media. And at the time we learned, oh, we could get in a lot of trouble if you're doing social media and you don't have your license. And so that's kind of how it started was, you know, we wanted to market ourselves as a husband wife team, she could do the social media, you know, I do um, most the other stuff. Um, And so we've kind of gone into a, you know, she has a background in interior design. So, mm-hmm. when we have listings, um, she'll walk through and give interior design tips, uh, you know, how to get ready for photos and whatnot. And, um, and it's been mm-hmm. a pretty big joy to work with my wife. And so, um, yeah, really praying about how that goes for business from mm-hmm. here on out, if we just want to stay us and if we want to add anybody else. But, um, um so that's been good. But, yeah, I think kind of just more of the same mm-hmm, we'd love to mm-hmm. get out and travel more with the boys and um you know it's always a tricky thing that the height of our season is summertime yeah. when you know school's done and right. whatnot so balancing um you know not just her and the boys go on these trips <laughs> during the summer months um and dad has to stay home at work uh really finding that balance of okay yeah. how can this be covered but mm. um yeah kind of just doing more of the same yeah. loving on those kiddos loving on my wife and right. Um, yeah,
0: I, I love your social media. I mean, it's it's awesome. You and Megan can do that together. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of creative stuff that she does. Maybe that's not your lane.
1: No, yeah, not maybe. Definitely. Yeah, definitely not. not. Okay. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. I mean,
0: I yeah. don't know that, but that's pretty mm-hmm. cool to hear that. Yeah, that you guys can work together. She's a creative one. You're the you know go out and sell the homes and For make sure. that happen. But that's you know, a great teamwork. Uh, okay. Uh, lastly, you know, before we end the show. What is uh, something on your mind, on your heart, something you want to share maybe we didn't talk about that would just bless somebody? Hmm. And, and maybe you don't have anything, maybe you do, and either way is okay, but. Yeah.
1: I mean, kind of just off the cuff, um, the community aspect, I think, especially for men, we are so designed to say, oh, I got this, or, and just for the longest time, I mean, even, you know, dumb high school, college student, you know, you know, nothing, but you think you know everything. Um, kind of just learning, uh, kind of how I did about how I, I don't want to lead a family or necessarily lead my life. Um, so I learned about a lot about what not to do. I think I may have said that earlier. Um, and so it's been really impactful to me, you know, not just saying I know what not to do. Hmm. Okay. What do I do then? Um, and so it's been really impactful to me, you know, during covid and some of the shutdowns um you know home church was pretty huge and so um we uh had our small group with a couple guys that were older than me daryl was one of them Mm -hmm. um and then aaron green was another one of them and just even learning and uh gleaming information from those guys about you know just parenthood and Mm -hmm. being a husband and um how to handle careers uh i think it's super impactful um, I think for the longest time, asking for advice, um, and I'm still not this way. I'm not one to ask for advice. Uh, I, I like to, you know, kind of research on my own and yeah, do things. Yeah, figure but, this out, man. But asking this. for advice isn't weakness. Asking for help isn't weakness. Um, I think, yeah, as men were designed that if you don't know how to do it, then, yeah, yeah you're either a failure or you're just not trying yeah. hard enough. And um, that's why, you know, the body of Christ is such a... Amazing thing. Yeah. Um, and just even outside of that, getting together with people yeah. that are in kind of the same, similar stages of life. Mm-hmm. And then even guys that are, you know, maybe a bit further down the timeline yeah. that can say, hey, man, you know, this stuff that you're struggling with, with this six-year-old, it, it's going to breeze by yeah, yeah. in a moment. In and, a moment. man, you're going to miss miss these little tantrums and yeah, whatnot. I think but, I what
0: I hear you say, though, there's wisdom in, obviously, hanging around people in your own age, that mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron. But really, you know, Daryl or an Aaron who've gone before you, they're, you know, roughly 15, 18, 20 years older than you. For sure. And helping you navigate certain areas. And I think early in my fatherhood or marriage, mm-hmm. you know, specifically fatherhood, because I didn't become a believer until I was 28, mm-hmm. but uh, certainly a, a mentor early on. But really talking to guys who had kids that were older and how how they navigate and Mm -hmm. that wisdom, I think it helped. I know it helped. My daughters helped our marriage. Mm -hmm. So good for you for being wise enough to ask. And I was just thinking this morning, literally on the way here is even recently, I began asking for some help in some areas, um, really how to expose my podcast at a higher level. For sure. You know, asking for help, and it's becoming easier because yeah. my pride or my ego doesn't want me to for sure. that's like a sign of weakness, yeah.
1: Well, and it was clear to you know have a guy like Justin Simnet on to uh bolster that podcast. So, I mean, that's step one. So, right there, amen. <laughs> well, that's exactly <laughs> there's, right. There's well, the good there. news is we can yeah. learn from the younger guys too. So, I
0: you know, I, I, I show up often as a mentor, mm-hmm. but I also show up as a mentee for sure. And I think that's how the whole iron sharpens iron. Um if we bring truth and we bring the Word of God, yeah, it can shape us and challenge us for
1: sure, and yeah. it was impactful, you know, I had helped your daughter find a house, you know, yeah. a couple of years back, a year back, yeah. something around yeah. there, and um, you know, serving in youth ministries was yeah. always really big for right. us, and you know, kind of like you said, the mentor mentee role, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these kiddos are looking to you for advice and you know to be praying for him and whatnot and at that time there was you know several guys like you know ted and um you know around that age group that were really uh mentors to me and um you know wives that were mentors to megan that um yeah i mean even if it's not specifically uh go to somebody for help it's it truly is just rubbing shoulders is is more impactful than you'll ever know
0: yeah it's funny you, you and Megan are like a one-stop shop. You helped uh, Molly and Parker buy a home, and then Megan did their wedding coordinating. So <laughs> yeah, I was that like, okay, is true. What a blessing! Yeah, so,
1: she's definitely the creative one. Yeah,
0: man, you guys got You guys got the package deal. You know, again, you got to keep seeking the Lord, but uh, just keep seeking Him, and and uh, God's gonna keep blessing you guys. I appreciate that, buddy. So, well, hey, Justin, great to have you on. Uh, we should get golf on the schedule. I know Daryl; he bugs me. He doesn't bug me. He Asked me maybe on a weekly basis, to go yeah, golfing. So, yeah, uh, I, I tend to need a little bit warmer weather. <laughs>
1: well, hopefully, if it's we're getting kind of
0: quasi raining, snowing, yeah, cold, I may or may not go. Yeah,
1: I, I probably won't go. I'm feeling that transition in myself that just going outside, like, oh, why is my knee hurt today? Yeah, huh? yeah, just living exactly. So, let's get golf on the schedule. But, well, hey, I appreciate you,
0: man. You you're too, a good buddy. brother. Keep doing what you're doing, keep praying for you guys, and uh. Yeah, thanks for being on the show today. Awesome. And thanks for all the listeners out there that listen each week. We appreciate you. Uh, please share this podcast with somebody you know, somebody who needs to be encouraged. And uh, hopefully, there wasn't too much sarcasm in this this podcast, but uh, Justin and I had a great time. And I think I learned some things about you that I didn't know. I didn't know you had your three triplet sisters.
1: That's always the one.
0: That's the one, man. Yep. So I'll have to go find a picture of you guys on your Facebook or Instagram and there you go. take a look. So. Anyway, appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.